Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, baby boomers of all ages. And that, of course, would be people born between 46 and 64. But if you're in there, this is the podcast for you, the one and only podcast for baby boomers, another day above ground, because that's how we look at every day. I'm Dale Irvin, your host, and my partners on this show usually uh, probably shouldn't need no introduction. But then again, you may be listening for the first time, so let me introduce them. First of all, the uh, the, the the beauty to our two beasts from uh, Denver, Colorado. Please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Wow, that's a standard to live up to, isn't it? I am excited. Hi, everybody, and happy spring. Happy spring to you, too. And joining us from Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, the Academy Awards were last night, and despite every attempt to be politically correct, they still haven't realized they do not have a category for a non-binary actor. <laughs> but, but in the in the you know in the, in the spirit of diversity, they did bring in Cocaine Bear. And I think that was you know, that was a, a new step, you know. Right and now, they removed his genitals. They're in dog and flipper heaven, going right. We never got a category, but but Cocaine Bear was at the Academy Awards. I actually found it to be quite funny, especially the line of "What are you trying to do? Score? No, wait till the after party, like right. everybody else." <laughs> Did you see the woman sitting on the? Right hand side of the audience, who had that giant veil? Yeah, I thought she was getting white, married. White, right? Yeah. The, the giant thing, the three rows behind her couldn't see. Talk exactly. about narcissistic behavior. I'm thinking to myself, somebody should have spray painted that. You know how they used to spray paint fur, like jackets and coats. They should spray paint her veil. I would have went with a match, quite honestly. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Would have been that... much more effective. Can you imagine you get those great seats at the Academy Awards and you're sitting behind somebody who just, it's impossible to see around that. It it's was like sitting horrible. behind Marge Simpson, you know, you just, you can't see anything. Does that happen to you often, Dale? <laughs> what? No, it's not in reality anymore. But... <laughs> in the metaverse. In the metaverse, there we go. Do you think that the new president, being of Asian descent, had anything to do with the awards? First of all, you're probably all out there wondering, who is that other voice belong to? Because I have yet to introduce him. But, you know, jumping the gun is one of the things that he likes to do. Let me first say that one of the problem, the biggest problems that uh, we have as baby boomers is to fall victims to scams, especially internet scams and there's all kinds of them and one of the biggest out there is what's called the romance scam this is the kind where you meet somebody online and you get to be good friends with them and all of a sudden they come to see you but they don't have the money and so they start asking for money for various things and before you know it you've lost a ton so uh, what we did is we found a guy who is uh, an expert in this sort of thing jim feldman is the author of uh, shift happens and uh, now he wants to talk about how to avoid the romance scam and jim you can have this subtitle uh this is called when the shift hits the fan and so you're, you're more than welcome to that but jim feldman welcome to another day above ground 
<laughs> Thank you, Dale. I'll I'll uh, dial back my earlier comments and bring them up again later. <laughs> well, all right, that would be a, that would be an excellent time. So, what tell us about it, Jim? The the numbers that you were passing on to me beforehand were absolutely astounding about how many people get caught up in this. Well, first of all, we've got to understand that dating apps are here to stay, that especially with COVID, the fact that you could no longer meet people socially sort of took the dating apps into a whole different kind of relationship model, which starts at the age of 12 and goes up to people that are 80, 90 years old, still looking for love in all the wrong places. So if we look at the sheer numbers, there's 60 million U.S. adults that are on Internet dating apps right now. And I can't find one to date. What is the problem? <laughs> 60 million. I, I'm it's got to be me, you guys. It's got to be me. Yeah, we can discuss is. that offline, Carolyn. We can work <laughs> that out. <laughs> So another scam begins. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim, I have this bridge that I, you know, that I need some repair on. Anyway. <laughs> so give us uh, give us some numbers. How many people are involved in this? Well, I got involved in it because I'm single. I was home. I had almost no business during COVID that took up my time. So I decided I'd go on the dating apps and see what they were like. And of course, the big one is Tinder. And within, in several cases, within a matter of days, women had fallen in love with me, wanted to move in with me, wanted to, you know, spend the rest of their life with me. But my grandmother fell up a flight of stairs. Can you send me a couple hundred dollars? Or I don't have enough money for an airline ticket. And then it started. And the more it started, the more I started to investigate. So let's talk about the first part of it, if we might. And that is a term you may or may not be aware of called catfishing. And catfishing got made popular because MTV had a TV series about it. But the, the term catfish is where someone takes a photograph that is not theirs and pretends to be that person. So as you can imagine, Beautiful men, beautiful women put up these pictures, and when you actually find out who they are, they bear no resemblance to that profile whatsoever. So that's a different kind of catfishing than that one where they just stick their arm in the water. That is correct. Wait. Well, I think that's I think that's where the term comes from. Actually, is yes, that you really? stick your arm in the water and yeah, and the cat catfish swallows your fist and then you you, you pull them out. It's uh, exactly right. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, fist Carolyn's swallowing. I was like, I've never seen that. Uh, no, and I don't really think I want to. It doesn't sound pleasant <laughs> at all. It's, it's on that channel, Goobers will do anything. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't watch that channel. Okay, moving yeah, you, on. Yeah, you notice that they don't have a, a Bahamas version of catfishing. <laughs> so so if, we, if we break this into, let's call it four segments. So the first segment would be what I'm going to call tweens, which is anything to me from 12 to 19. Now, I realize 12 is not a tween, but we're going to have to include them because they're very involved in dating apps. Let me read you a quote which really, really got my attention. I'm going to give it to you exactly. If you think about every 10 girls, tween girls, 
that you know, at least one and possibly more, has been sexually assaulted, and this is the highest level we have ever seen, and 95% said they met that individual online. And that is from the director of the CDC. Hmm. Let's go to the next Who told us that uh, uh, COVID came from bat soup, didn't he? <laughs> So, so I'm sure those statistics are accurate. The FBI started tracking complaints of people that said we've been scammed. And from 2021 back five years, it was $2.3 billion. Wow. In 2022, one year, it was $5.8 billion. Wow. And think about it for a moment. What percentage are the people actually reporting? Does that represent 10%? Does that represent 50%? I I have no idea. I got a question, Jim. These are not people who are getting your banking information and stealing money from people. These are people who are saying, I need money, and the people getting scammed are actually just handing it over? That is correct. Okay, so there needs to be a little education. First of all, you don't want to date somebody who isn't well-resourced. That's first. So somebody says to me, I'd love to see you, but I don't have any money. Well, bye-bye. Right? What for Jim? <laughs> Bye-bye. I, I do not understand following, I do not understand the next sentence that gets said other than, thanks for playing, have a nice day. So so let me answer that, Carolyn. Okay. I'll use me as an example. Aww. I'm at home. I'm not meeting anybody. Some very attractive woman gets my email and whatever and says, I saw you speak, I read an article, I found you on LinkedIn, whatever, and I'd love to get to know you. And she's very attractive. And the conversation is very benign initially. You know, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Are you into sports? Are you this? Are you that? You know, you're the nicest guy I have met, and I would love to get to meet you in person, but I am in whatever. And in many cases, whatever is not really where they are anyway. It's just another falsehood. So can, when can, can start... I can I can I stop you right here, Jim? Sure. Did this actually That's... happen to you, or are you just saying suppose oh, no. this were to happen? Oh no, actually happened to me. Okay. Actually happened to me. Now. Just once. No, multiple. In wow. Fact, in fact. I got so curious about it, I started playing the game. And I started saying, I'm going to keep track of these. And at one point, I had five women telling me the identical story simultaneously, and they were all from different parts of the world. And the story was, my father left me a gold inheritance. Hmm. It's gold bullion. The gold bullion is in storage. And if you can just help me get it out, we can split it. No, I trust you so much. I'm going to put it in your name, and you'll get the certificate, and you'll get the gold, and then you'll give me back 50%. Now, now, is this one of the ones you fell for, or is this this one of the ones that you smelled right away was not? Smell? I was on that scam in a nanosecond. Okay, okay. 
But to play the game, Tim, I walked through the tell me the story. Right. Well, here's my attorney. He's going to tell you what's going on. So the attorney says, this gold has been there, blah, blah, blah. And I go, has anyone verified that this is really gold and not cement covered in gold paint? Then I started to find out about gold scams. And gold scams are very interesting because if you put a little bit of real gold on top of cement bricks, you don't know that the rest of it's not gold unless you drill through the gold. So you can see how sophisticated this gets. But what started to intrigue me the most, guys, is the stories were identical. And in my convoluted thinking, I'm going, there's a script out there. Somebody is selling this script. And lo and behold, I found the Nigerian romance scam playbook. You can literally <laughs> buy the book online. <laughs> I love that Nigerian guy because he's always texting me and telling me that I have money waiting. So I text him back and say, I'd like to talk about your car warranty. (laughs) (laughs) So in answer to your question, Tim, at one point, and you're just going to say, Jim, you got way too much time on your hand. (laughs) I I think you got something else on your hand, actually. (laughs) Exactly right. I had 31 women all basically in some stage or another of I need to come to Chicago. You you and I need to meet. This, this is what I need to come to Chicago. By the way, I don't have my passport in good order. I got to go get a passport and a visa. And that's $150. It's, it was never big money, but it was a constant trickle of 100 here, 200 there, 300 there. Pretty soon it adds up to some serious coin. Sure. Now, I didn't do it, but the requests kept coming. So as I started getting into this and started to realize how big this was, I started to take a bigger picture, and I said, I wonder how many people are taking this to work. How many people are having these conversations on their business cell phone or in their business desktop? Now you got malware issues. Because the scammer is now talking to somebody on inside a corporate environment and can send a Trojan horse or a virus into the organization. Well, at least they're using protection. Not really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> they're recycling their protection, Carolyn. <laughs> There's no vaccine for the computer virus. <laughs> so... It turns out that there is a huge amount of research being published on all of this, but the research is typical research. It is 60, 80, 90 pages of just minutia, and you've got to sit there and read it and drill it down. So one of them was 62 pages long, and here was the net result. They estimated that there was a loss in productivity of 31% in office business. Wow. People sitting on their computers at work, actively engaged in these dating apps. Wow. 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 That's huge. Because everybody's in a cubicle, probably, and they can't see anybody else's. And wow. And there is no penalty for that because it's not considered pornography. 
It's considered dating apps or social media. And you don't stop people from Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So, hello, we need to talk about this, don't we? Because this is really serious. So, as I got into this and started to segment it, and I said, wait a second, tweens don't have any money. What's the issue there? The issue there is that there are predators. And the predators pretend they are teens, and then they have a meeting, and these young women and young boys, for that matter, meet somewhere and get assaulted. Hmm. And if they happen to be in the LBGTQ community, that may be a different kind of assault. That may be somebody that doesn't like that particular proclivity. And so it's a physical risk to them, where the older people, it's more of a financial risk, and then everything in between. So you really got everybody from 12 years old to 80 or 90 or whatever the cutoff is that are getting scammed in some way or another. And it's not just money. It's not just money at all. It's all kinds of scams, but they're all being perpetrated because it gets started on the dating app and the social media. So in one of these surveys, and, and again, I'm just giving you from the survey, I can document everything I'm saying. More than half of the dating site users said they used the same laptops and phones they used for work. Wow. Huge, huge, huge. Hmm. So it's not just catfish, it's not just money. Then you get into the bank transfers, Carolyn. People are actually transferring money. They're buying Bitcoins. If you saw the Netflix special, The Tinder Swindler, these women actually went out and got new credit cards and maxed out their credit cards to give to this guy because they thought he was going to be in love with them and make them live happily ever after. And these were these were bright, bright women that got scammed out of a lot of money. A lot. I've seen I've seen that uh, that program, and yeah, it's it's frightening how. I guess gullible people become when they're desperate or, or when they're, you know, really looking for love. And it's a, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So Jim, what, uh, what advice do you have for people to avoid getting scammed in the romance scam? Well, when somebody asks for money, you say, no, what, Part of, I mean, that is like the simplest. I'm, I'm not even going to let Jim answer because the fact that my friend Jim, who I really like and respect, and who makes the best chocolate ever, by the way, and for you, you do not have to send anybody money. You send them chocolate, and you're in, Jim. So you're you're playing the game wrong. Okay, let well, me just say that it, it, you are in, playing wrong. In Jim's defense, Carolyn, is that you come from another side of the equation. Is that uh, is that women? Of course, they 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 know. It's like, well, what do you mean you're not paying for dinner? I mean, that's just the, that's just the way that's just the way the rules are set up. Guys, on the other hand, uh, shower women with presents, and that's not me. that's. What? That's the idea. That's the idea. You're supposed to. You're supposed to do that. That's 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 what makes you attractive to women. So so so, so guys are going to be exceptionally vo more vulnerable to that. Not true. There's no? your surprise. More women, almost double. More women got scammed out of money than men. Huh. Surprised. 
I, huh. I was shocked to read that the same as you would be, Tim. Huh. Hmm. Well, maybe because, it's a, maybe it's a maternal thing. Well, but think think about just the numbers. If you're familiar with Tinder, Tinder has swipe left, swipe right, depending on whether you like somebody, you don't like somebody. On one day, one day, three hundred billion swipes were recorded. Wow! Wow! One day. That's how my my birthday was a big day on Tinder. I'm excited. <laughs> you still have wow. birthdays? <laughs> I'm not counting them anymore, but yes. Yeah, hey, baby, it's another day above ground. I'm celebrating. <laughs> so, if you if you start to do the deep dive that I have, because I'm I'm sort of this go in and and start to find and peel back all the layers. It turns out that Match.com owns 45 of the dating apps. They are the biggest player out there. And Match.com has an app for everybody and an app all over the world. And they just continually do things that I sit back and go, wait a minute. I watch the Tinder swindler, and at the end, this guy gets convicted. And he gets 15 years. He gets out in three years and immediately goes back on Tinder. And Tinder knows who this guy is, and he's already been convicted. And they didn't do a damn thing about it. Hmm. Where's their corporate responsibility? Yeah. Let me take it one further. Tinder will identify anyone who has been convicted of sexually assault, but only to the paid subscribers. Well, yeah, there's, wow. there's a reason to pay, huh? <laughs> if you're going to use that, yeah. Is there, That's is what there, I pay for. Is, yeah. is there no responsibility here to protect people? So in answer to your earlier question, Dale, number one, if somebody says they're far, far away, they probably are far, far away. Carolyn, to your point, I don't have an address for any of those women I've ever talked to, ever. Oh, I'm, I'm living with my grandmother, and she doesn't like me to give out her address. Uh, the, the, the post office doesn't deliver here. I have to go pick it up. I mean, you name it. I've heard it. Okay. Number two, I have found a way to take a photograph and reverse engineer it and find out if it's ever been published anywhere else. And some of that stuff is scary. Now, people will tell you, go, go on to Google and do the image search. Google does not search adult websites. Google does not go into areas other than, let's just call it plain vanilla. So you've got to go to a paid service that will do that for you. And it's worth it because they give you a seven-day free trial for six bucks. And if it ain't worth six bucks to you to find out who you're talking to, you're a bigger idiot. <laughs> you shouldn't have a driver's license. If you're paying six bucks for a free trial, I don't really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I know why you were vulnerable, Jim. <laughs> they got you, too. <laughs> the next thing, Carolyn, is how they want the money. The money never goes to the person you're talking to because, oh, my PayPal account got closed, or I need you to use a cash app, or I need you to send me a gift card, all of these things. It's never trackable back to the person that you're talking to. That's another big red flag. You think? You think? 
Now, in these conversations, are are they all uh, like text conversations, or are they, you know, uh, on Skype or Zoom or something? Very good point. So when I first started, everything was by chat, by text, and I said, you know what? These things just aren't computing for me. I want to see them live. My microphone's not working. Oh. Yeah, we, had, we, we had that issue. We had that issue at the uh, at the beginning of the show. <laughs> none none of these women have a way to communicate with video and audio at the same time. Not one of them. Something just doesn't work. Now, the videos often get to be very graphic, and I'm just trying to keep that as mm -hmm. above as possible. But there's still no sound. The sound is often a very foreign speaking voice and somebody that doesn't have English as their first language. Like tech and support. Start, there, there's a big red flag. You start looking at the chats and the chats don't have great grammar. So those are the big red flags. But let me. Now, let me... I've heard I've heard uh, I'm going to butt in right here. I've heard that a lot of those uh, uh, the grammar is really bad on purpose. Because what they want to do is the people that are that are clever enough to see through the scam uh, are going to look at the are going to look at it and go, "This is crazy. Who would fall for something like this?" Well, there are people that would, and what they want to do is they want to get rid of the skeptics right off, so that they purposely use the bad grammar and, and uh, uh, to 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 do that. That's that's what I've heard. Let me give you one follow up to that, Tim. There are all kinds of dating sites and all kinds of adult, let's just call them hookup sites. If you do not read the terms and conditions of those sites, you are often talking to a character, an animator, and buried on page 21, column C, subsection 10, there's a line that says, you will never meet this person they don't exist, or something to that effect. Huh. And yet you are paying on the basis that you're talking to a live person and there is an opportunity that you're going to meet up. Hmm. So this is fascinating to me. I do need to ask you something, Jim. Did you ever meet an actual woman and go out for a cocktail with her? Yes. Did it? Was she the person that she said she was? No. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, now man. I'm now I'm just depressed. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Now, it was not unpleasant, but she was nowhere near what the profile was at all. And when she showed up, I immediately said, let's start this conversation with, here's the picture. Here's you. What happened? Well... <laughs> People say that to me when I show up for speaking gigs. Here's your picture. Here's you. What happened? I had a rough day. No, I'm joking. I am joking. To any of my clients who are listening, that was just me being funny. Oh, my God. What did she say? Did she say it was a younger picture or was it? She, exactly what she said. She says that was before three children. That was before two divorces. It took a toll on me. I well, said, well, that's feasible because we, we we were talking last week about the Kaminsky method. You look at look at Kathleen Turner now. Yes, yes. So yes. so it's very feasible. Yes. But you think 
that you're actually going to meet this person in person sometime. They're going to see what I look like. Why fake it like that? So, so there's, there's, three, there's three red flags for me, and I have said this to everybody that'll listen. Number one, what's the, mon what's the monetary loss? Mm -hmm. If you lose money, so for me, it was entertainment. That's exactly how I looked at it. You know, if it was 25 bucks, it was cheaper than going to a movie. I was enjoying the attention and I was learning a lot. Hey, Jim, my car's low on gas. Yes. <laughs> I'd really like to come see you, Jim, but I can't afford to fill up my tank. <laughs> so, Carolyn, in answer to your question, for New Year's, I had eight dates. Eight. Wow. Not one showed up. Everyone needed gas. Everyone had a specific menu for dinner. Everyone was contacting me saying, I'm on my way. I've got to go home and pick up my luggage. These women were all independent, all from different places. I was just playing the odds, figuring, what's the worst that happens? I end up with three of them here. I ended up with none of them. Not one. <laughs> wow. Well, well Jim, I'm thinking maybe it's oh. you. It is. <laughs> sitting there sitting there really sad with your little happy 2023 hat on. And That's right. All by yourself. <laughs> this could be a series, Dale. We might have to make a series out of this one, honey, because this is crazy. It's, a, it's an incredibly interesting topic. Unfortunately, Jim, we have run out of time. And for this particular, we'll have you back, though, to talk more about it. In the meantime, where can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about this or if they want to, you to come in and talk to their company? Or if they need 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> or a free New Year's Eve. So, so the easiest one is the email, jfeldman at Shift Happens. I am now building out a website. I have come up with a topic called Hook, Line, and Stinker. Yeah. Net netting the romance scams. I like and, it. Yeah. Let me give you, let me just close this off for you that romance scams were the second highest internet crime loss in the last three years and very close this year to being number one. Hmm. That's above Bitcoin, investments, all the other numbers that are out there. More people have lost money. On that kind of investment, if that's what you want to call it, than anything else. And it's been number two for the last four years. Who was number one? Number one was the investments. Ah. You know, I, I need money to, to buy Bitcoin or I need money for real estate or the number of people that have lost money giving money for a down payment on a house because the two of them are going to be in the house together. Never met anybody, but let me send you 50 grand. That's... that. <laughs> What can I say? Exactly. Well, Jim Feldman, thank you very much for joining us this week to talk about the uh, the romance scam. And I'm sure we'll have you back to talk more about this because it's a it's something that affects a lot of people our age, my friends, who uh, you know are divorced or widowed or looking for a partner. Don't get taken in by it. Hey, kids, you know what it has? You know what that means when you hear the bell ring? That means it's time for our contest. As you know by now, we're partnering with the game Boom Again, the best game ever created for baby boomers. And we're going give, to give you a chance to win one of those right now. 
What we're going to do is ask you three questions from the game. If you answer all three correctly, you send that in to another day above ground show at gmail.com. I'll repeat that a couple more times, but it's another day above ground show at gmail.com. And from our uh, from all of our correct answers, we will have a uh, pick one of them and they will be our lucky recipient next week. But first, First, let me give you the answers to last week's questions, which were very, uh, which were very uh, interesting. The first one was on Saturday Night Live. You remember the character Mr. Bill, and he was created using a technique called what? And then Carolyn even gave you a clue on that that said, you know, we had a guy who specializes in this in one of our early episodes. So if you listen to all hundred of them, uh, (laughs) how many we have, you may have picked it up. Carolyn, what is the name of that process? Claymation. Claymation. High ad ventriloquism. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and do you remember the name of our guest? Mr. Claymation. I do not. Will? Was it? Rand. Randy Boyum. Oh, okay. Randy yeah, yeah, yeah. Boyum. And you can go to his YouTube channel. It's so much fun. Anyway, and he's a friend of the show and we adore him. And so yes, claymation is the answer to question number one. I remember okay. I remember we had to had to crop the 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 the, the video from that because one That's of his right. fig, one of his figures. <laughs> one of his figures was a clan member. I remember that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, question number two from last week. George Carlin had a comedy routine that got him arrested and also shunned from a lot of TV shows. What was the name of that routine? Hippy Dippy Weatherman. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not it. (laughs) The 10 words you can't say on TV. Well, they cut it down to only seven because (laughs) it's the seven words you can't say on TV. Well, I think it's 10 now. I think it's it's about 110 now. You can't say any of them. There were a few in all of the family that you're not allowed to use. I probably can't. And then our third question, this was the hardest one on the Today Show, which was back in the the 50s, uh, early 60s. Dave Garraway was the host of the Today Show, and he had a sidekick. Who and what was that sidekick's name? I'm going to guess Lassie. Was Lassie no, no, the, si- the sidekick's <laughs> name was God. J. Fred Muggs, oh. and he was a chimpanzee. Or a monkey. I really don't know my, you know, my my primate diversity, but I think it was a chimpanzee, J. Fred Muggs. Hmm. So there you go. That's a tough question. So hopefully we've got some winners waiting in the box. But now, now what you're really here for are this week's questions. Grab a pencil so you can write them down and figure them out. Okay. Question number one. Thanks to television, in the late 1950s, little boys started carving what single letter into their hinged wooden desktops? Those little desks that opened up, and we started carving one single letter in the the desktop. What was that? Hmm. Question number two. Okay, this is uh, this is news uh, that happened. Sid and Nancy take drugs. Sid allegedly stabs Nancy. She dies. Sid eventually overdoses and dies. What band is that? 
What band is that? Sid and Nancy take drugs. Sid allegedly stabs Nancy. She dies. Sid eventually overdoses and dies. What band is that? We're making you think this week. And the third question is, who was the record executive that uh, passed on signing the Beatles, but later had a long-running hit TV show that had people singing along with him? So that's your three questions. Once again, send those answers to another day above ground show at gmail.com. Carolyn, you've got uh, you've got something to add? Yes, I've you got, do. Our I, spokesperson, Carolyn. I do. And if you don't want to enter the contest and you just want to buy yourself a game because it is a really fun trivia game for us boomers, you can go to boomagain.com, purchase the game and use the promo code on checkout 10ADAG, the number 10 a-D-A-G, and you will get 10% off a game. And that's our commercial. Back to you, Dale. Thank you very much. 42 years on the Home Shopping Channel, man. You still got it. <laughs> Thanks. Well, that about wraps it up, my friends. So, uh, yeah, Carolyn, any uh, final words for our, our for our fan? Um, thank you all for listening. And, Jim, I'm looking forward to the chocolate. Send it on by. <laughs> How about you, Tim? Go to timslegel.com, send me an email, and I'll give you the answers. Ooh. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh man. Now that's brilliant. Or go to daleirvin.com and sign up for the Friday Funny so I can make you laugh every Friday. But whatever day it is, I want you to go out and enjoy it because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.